re-record this video because I did not finish it and I was trying to, I thought I had finished it but I think what happened was one I ran out of battery juice so I guess God probably didn't want me to put that video out at that time so I just went ahead and just deleted the whole thing we're starting fresh we're gonna be doing another series today on the struggle of being Christian and when it comes to dating men like are all the good men gone and I had someone awesome leave that comment down in my one of my videos and I thought this would be a great great subject to talk about because depending on where you are in your life I think different things might apply to you so it's just something to consider and I just want to put that out there because I love to make people think I wish I would have had I did and I can't say I didn't I did it's just they, they showed up a little bit later and then some people had to become more seasoned in their time and then some people like my mom she had to get to this place where she was just and she keep she keep it real. She don't play around. So <laughs> now she do. She before it, she was like the atypical African parent, and she just where they don't talk about certain subjects and certain you know, those subjects include sex. So yeah. All right. So I remember when I used to be on that bandwagon of there are no good men. And that's just funny. I'm glad I'm in this place now that I can like look back and be like, yeah, I can see everything that was wrong with my thinking and my behavior. Let's not forget that. My thinking and my behavior when it came to men, when it came to dating, and when it came to myself and what I expected from men, or what I expect from a relationship, where it's going and all of that great stuff. I'm just thinking, where do I start? Lord, help me, lead me in this conversation. And for me to say the things you want me to say, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, let's roll in. So one of the biggest things I would say when it comes to there are no good men left is what are our expectations from men? What are we expecting from these men that we're dating? Um, and what are you expecting from yourself? What kind of standard are you holding yourself to? And I think that's one of the trickiest things when it comes to being a Christian woman. Because here it is, we see the world doing things in a certain way. Like we see the world shaking their booty, um, we see Rihanna and everybody else singing about sex and it's okay. So it must be okay because you know what? They're talking about this person I fall in love with and doing it with them. I mean, the music is pretty explicit now. It's pretty, it, it, yeah, you have to not understand English to get what they're not saying. And even then, when you watch the music videos, even if you didn't understand English, you still get the notion. Uh, either they doing blood sacrifices, killing each other, it's some crazy satanic crap coming on, or you know, it's all sex. I'm just saying, try muting your TV one day. Matter of fact, classic example of this, dang, I'm like drifting off, but we won't say it anyway. I remember the day I had my YouTube on, I was watching music videos, and I have muted the sound. I didn't pause the video, but I have muted the sound. And I was doing something, I think I was like on the phone. And I looked on the screen, it was Adam Levine's um, uh, video, murder or something like that with the butcher and all that stuff. Yo, watch that thing without the music on. It will blow your, your freaking mind. You'll be like, if this music wasn't on, I would literally think it was a killing scene going on right now with some bestiality and some other crazy stuff going on. Like some, yeah. Be turning back to our original programs. <laughs> so my whole entire point is 
what are you, what are your standards? What are you holding yourself to? So when I say what are you holding yourself to, because this is going to start showing you your mistake and the, and the persons that you're choosing to date or what you're quali qualifying as dating material for you to date. And trust me, a lot of us fall short of this. It doesn't make it okay, but a lot of us fall short to this and we really need to check this. We really need to check it, like, period. I don't care what kind of excuse you want to make for yourself. You don't want to be by yourself. You don't want to be alone. Or maybe you would get married if you're all still having sex in the next six months and Jesus Christ shows up and you go to hell. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I just say that? Yes, I did. Okay, so moving on. Let me just say this. So there are certain things I feel like we haven't checked yet. When I started doing this, it changed how I was dating. Yeah, like hella big difference. So let me go ahead and list it and then we'll talk about that. So some of the things, a lot of the things I changed were, were how I was dating. One, I didn't talk to guys on the phone after 10 p.m. Because one, why are you calling me after 10 p.m. in the first place? If you're calling me after 10 p.m., you know what the dealio is. You know they only want to, they only want to screw. Let's just be real. So if that's what you want to be and that's what you call a relationship, you just psyched yourself out. No, and wrong that is not what a relationship is so moving on to the next one besides not talking on the phone after 10 i didn't do that whole hey you want to come over do we not know what this means by now do you want to come over it's cold for hey i feel like having sex come over and be my squish buddy so i can bust on you and let's keep it moving yes i'm gonna be harsh in this video so if, if this kind of language offends you you should start thinking about yourself and your life and where you are and what people are doing and how they're using you before you take what I'm saying harshly, okay? Well, I'm trying to keep it pure, but I want to keep it to a level where people can get what I'm saying. I don't want to talk churchy. I'm not one of those people. There's a lot of other people like that on YouTube. That's who they are. Hey, I'm glad there's all kinds of people. I'm here to reach who I am here to reach and I pray that God helps me do it. And if I'm doing it wrong, I pray for him to correct me. There we go, all right? So that whole coming over thing, Come over is cold for, hey, I want to bust and let's keep it moving. So why would you set yourself up for that? Just because somebody takes you out, that is not cold for go over. Because take you out, man, I just fed you, got you drunk, and now you're going to be making decisions you normally don't make when you're not drinking. So yeah, come on over. That's the, that's the best time to make a decision to come over to somebody's house when you've been drinking. Mm -hmm. Come on over. Yeah, so we can do it because we might end up in a relationship. Yeah, and that's how you want to do it. You want to do it in the... The might phase. You might end up in a relationship when you break your standards and they get what they want to get and then they stop chasing you because now you got to give it all away and then there's nothing else. There's nothing else to chase except some other person who might have standards and who might give them a hard time and they might actually turn them on. And you know what? It might actually show them something about themselves that needs to check. Hmm, I don't know. So moving on to the next phase. <laughs> hey, look, I'm going to keep it real in this. All right. So once you started to narrow that down, you need to be doing the next phase, which is, well, actually you should be doing it somewhere in between whenever you can, because it's not like we're always dating. Um, and that is spending time with yourself. Spend time taking yourself out. Who is taking you out? You need to be taking you out so you can recognize what it looked like when these little bums show up trying to call themselves doing something. Hey, come meet me up at the Kroger parking lot so we can have a conversation, so we can talk and get to know one another and see if you're worth wasting my time. Are you kidding me? Who are you and what, is, what, what woman is accepting that nonsense? Women, stop this. Stop accepting this nonsense. We are the reason why men behave the, the way they behave because we have no standards. So learn to take yourself out. 
Because when you start learning to take your stuff out and you start dating somebody and they can't even do the things you do for yourself, you already know what time it is. That's not the one and bye, gone. You don't take yourself out and then after you take yourself out to go eat at a Mexican restaurant or wherever you go, Red Lobster, and then be like, hey, you wanna come over? Do you, do you have sex with yourself? No, you don't. So you don't owe them nothing for no $20, $15 meal. Keep it moving. Not that serious. All right. So I think once you start to learn to take yourself out, you're going to start looking at dating in a whole nother perspective. You're going to start having an expectancy that if this person can't do these things, this is not the kind of person for me. All right. Then the next thing I'm going to recommend is you writing out a list of what you are looking for in a guy. Because I think that's where we, that thing, that's honestly, I think that's a major point where we go wrong. Because I, you, yo, if I tell y'all how many lists I've made and they have not been the same, probably some of the stuff from that list has made it onto my final list, as for now, where I'm at in my life. But that is nothing like the first list I made. The first list I made, yo, it was superficial. There was nothing about no God on there, no praying man, no one who who loved God. I'm not just talking about belief, because yo, anybody can spit out of their mouth and say, I believe in God, I go to church, but hey girl, you wanna come over? You wanna come over and have, you wanna have, have, have drinks and let's, let's watch Netflix together? Really? Yeah, anybody can do that, including a guy who goes to church. So please, please, please do not get it twisted. The devil is everywhere, all right? And the greatest lie that was ever told is that the devil doesn't exist. All right, but he's not nobody to fear for God is with us. We ain't got time for that. Whatever plans he got, God got something greater and he's gonna squash that. Squash whatever the enemy has in store, but you need to work on your faith. You need to work on where you stand. You need to work on how you conduct yourself and how you carry yourself. All right, this one, I'm gonna leave it up to you. You decide on this, but I'm gonna put some points out there. If they kind of scratch at the surface and they make you feel some kind of way, Maybe it's something you should be paying more attention to, all right? And that one is drinking. And let me say why I'm saying drinking should be something that we should eliminate from our daily thing. I get it, some of y'all are gonna wanna drink, y'all gonna wanna do y'all thing, you wanna wanna have fun. And here's some things just to kind of think about. Are you trying to say you are not a fun person unless you drink? Are you trying to say that you can't have fun without drinking? And I think that if you can't have fun without drinking, you need to reevaluate some things in your life because what it is it about you that's so bundled up, that's so guarded and so placed down so deep that you have to drink to let that person come out and have fun. I think that's something to really, really look at. Two, when you drink, you let your guard down. You let your guard down, meaning there are things you would do that you know they're right. You would second guess them. You won't even second guess them. You'll be like, oh, you know what? It'll be all right. It'll be all right this time. Knowing very well, if you weren't drinking, you would not be doing that. One, you wouldn't be texting that person. Hey, what you doing? You know why you texting what you doing and they know why you texting and what you doing. So th that's, that's one. That's step one to get you into trouble. Have you doing things that you wouldn't do out of your character, having sex. Like, I'm just being real, like, if you have been doing that, you pick, that's the only time you can pick up the phone to text somebody and start telling them everything you feel in your whole entire life and the way they make you feel and how you miss them so much and all that, and you can't do that when you sober, that's a problem. 
That's a problem you need to address, and alcohol is not going to solve that problem. That's something that you need to start spending some time praying, spending some time reading, spending some time talking to... Mm, I would say talking to friends, but if your friends are on the same level of mindset as you, they want to drink, party, hang out, do all that stuff, they're not going to help you. You're going to have to talk to somebody who is experienced with living a little bit on a different side. I'm not just talking about godly, just doing things differently. Maybe they see an importance in getting their grind on and working and they don't have time to party and drink. Because trust me, everybody serves their purpose. Everyone under the sun serves their purpose. Whether they're good, they come off good, or they come off bad, or whatever it is, everybody serves a purpose. So I would be seeking out advice from people like that. So, and there's books. Oh my gosh, yo, there are books and books and books. So even if you don't personally know someone, there's a book practically on every freaking subject on how to stop doing certain things. All depending on what they are leaning towards, because some things might be pushing some other agendas, but nonetheless, there are books on it. Pick up some books, pray over it, ask God to lead you to what to read before you even pick up the books. How about that? So you don't waste your money. What to pick up and read, and I'm sure it's gonna pop up in your face. You'll be like, dang, I was just thinking about that. I was just, I just prayed about that. And there's your answer, it's in that book. Pick it up, read it. And of course, spend time reading the Bible. You can't read all these other words and have all these other words and people and whatever they they do in their personal life that you don't know about pour into you. You should be balancing it out with the word of God. And I don't care what somebody will say. Oh, somebody else wrote it. Okay, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. Somebody else may have wrote it. But until you start spending time reading it and you start talking to God to show you what to find in that book that you should be seeing that he wants you to see, I'm going to tell you this now. And you cannot explain how those things happen. You just can't. So, yeah. So, I will work on those things. Going back to the list, write a list. Even if it's somebody you are currently dating right now, write a list in your head, not what you want from them, not that, that's not first. Write your list of what your ideal mate looks like. Just 10 things, find 10 things, write them in the order of what's important first, all the way down to the least important. And then on the other half of that paper, so say put a line in it, write that 10, write another one through 10. On the other side, if you're currently dating someone, write on that side, you know, what it is you like about what that person does, what you like. And then look over at the other list and see if it matches up. If they even reach your top five things that are most important to you. Are they even in that area? And if they're not, it's something to consider. And things I would consider putting on my list would be, one, they need to have faith and love God. It's bad enough I already struggle with my own faith. I don't need to have somebody else who's struggling with, with their faith. And now I got to try to pull you up and you the man. I understand this. Please don't get this wrong. There are, there are certain phases in our life where, yes, we are going to be there for our partners when they just are not in a good place. I get that. But dang it, can we at least can I start off not with that? That means I might have to wait a little bit longer. Dang it. That's not how I want to start off with. So I have my list. I want somebody who is God-fearing, somebody who has faith in God. Because without faith, what is it? Dang, I'm going to find it. I'm going to stick it on the screen. There's a saying, because I, I, I want to say it as it said, but I'm going to say it as I understand it in my head. Without faith in God, it doesn't matter what else you do. Everything else you do is pretty much worthless. If you have no faith in God, and you spend a lot of time worrying, and, and all of this is worthless. And there's another saying that says, um, when you start to worry, that means you need to worship. 
need to spend more time worshiping, praising, singing. For me, worshiping would be me finding some good music to put on. That's why I created a list on my YouTube channel. It's full of a whole bunch of music to get you going, get you in a better place, get you to realize you are not alone. Yes, there are other people that are experiencing the stuff you're experiencing and they wrote it in song. And it's to help get you motivated and going. And that's what you should be doing every single day. You should be spending time praising. Reading the Bible, you can read another spiritual book if you like. Put on some praise music while you're getting ready to go to work. Start praising God in the middle of doing it. Don't wait till the end of the day when you experience all the stresses of life. And then you want to pray to God after the whole entire world not beat on you and you want to turn around and pop them in the face? Yeah, no. Nah. Spend time praying, reading your Bible, and some worship. Just three good things. So they need to have faith and they need to love God. They need to have faith and they need to love God and his laws. Because I'm going to tell you this, if they can say, oh, I believe in God, oh, I love the Lord. Yeah, I need you to love God and his laws. Because his laws are going to stop you from wanting to come at me. Come at me and try to get sex out of me. Or maybe it won't exactly because everybody's tempted. Nobody's holy. That holy. Maybe not yet. Maybe they aim to. Maybe they can't be. Maybe they will be. Maybe they already are. Anyway, needless to say, I want somebody who has faith in God, who loves him, loves him enough to follow his laws. Thou should not have sex because you're going to get married to me and then we're going to do it all we want. And then, uh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, the next one will definitely be he loves himself because if he loves himself, he can definitely consider me and love me. Three, it's going to be love me. Hello. You got to love me. You got to love my children. Yes, because you know what? I got some. You got to love my kids. So if you got a dog and cat, he's got to love my dog and cat. Whatever. Accept them. Love them. All that great stuff. He's got to be good at communicating. Can we talk about problems and solve them? I want somebody who we can talk about the problems and we can solve them and we can have great conversation because that's what matters to me. I need to be with somebody who can talk about the difficult things and be vulnerable in the time that, that it calls for it and write it out. Ladies, get detailed. Don't be don't be willy-nilly not brief. Be detailed. I put on there, I wanted a problem solver. I wanted a communicator, somebody who's willing to be vulnerable, and who's a problem solver. Other things to have is definitely somebody who's considerate, somebody who's generous towards you. Um, if you're the kind of person you love gifts, you, you want somebody who's generous towards you. Somebody who thinks about you when you're not there. Um, somebody who thinks to call you or to text you. Somebody just to like let you know, like just little little tidbit things. For me, it would be somebody who's ambitious, somebody who has who is not lazy. I need you to have some ambition, not be lazy, not be wanting to sit around the couch playing video games or watching TV all weekend long and do nothing. Like I need somebody who's gonna like want to do something. And it's not always doing something, but it's nice to be with somebody who has some ambition. Some they don't have to be the richest man on the world or nothing like that. But man. Have some goals, have some hobby, have something you do yourself. Besides just sitting on the couch and I have to stare at you when I'm doing stuff and then I come back and still see you in the same spot. Like do something. But the question is, remember, this had to suit you and who you are. I like to chill and everything, but do something with my life. I don't want to turn back and look and show that I have nothing to show for it. I use none of the gifts and talents that God gave me because there is a story about the three servants that God gave different talents to. And one of them used all of it. One of them used some of it. The other one, what? He buried it. 
And the one that buried it, he took his from him and gave it to the other one. So I'm just saying, you want to be with somebody who's doing something with themselves. And then the question is, are you that person? That's where that standard comes into regarding you. Are you that person? Are you asking for things that you yourself are not? You don't even have faith in God. You don't even believe in his laws because you still want to have sex and you still want to go over when somebody calls you to come over. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, you have no self-control over the things that you do and say or you're bitter and unforgiving and you're, like, going after people and just want to, like, get at them and hurt their feelings because they, quote-unquote, hurt you. And trust me, we all struggle with this. This ain't something I'm saying because, oh, I don't struggle with it. Like, I'm saying, like, these are the things we need to consider. The things we want from a mate, we need to consider becoming those things our very self because the people that we're with always tend to reflect who we are in some degree or another, or maybe the foolishness that we accept. So we can't really talk bad about the guys, not there being a shortest of men. And then here it is, we're behaving just like them. We're condoning their very behavior that they do we don't, we don't put no cap on it. We'll say, no, thank you. We don't be like, look, no, that, that, that's not enough for me. We don't say any of those things. We're afraid to say them. And we keep going along with their program, letting them lead us into hell, as I would like to call it, emotional hell, whatever kind of hell that you are just like, I can't take this anymore. Where am I here? I spent all these years with this guy. And here it is. All this time is gone. I'm stuck in this relationship. No, you're not. Stop playing yourself. Do something about it. Do something about yourself. If you are not married to anyone, you do not owe them nothing. 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 You are not married. That means you are still single. Mm. So going back to the subject of are there no good men? I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I actually do believe there are good men. And I have met quite a few good men. Just a lot of them are kind of jaded in some of the things they do because the women they're choosing to date are, like I said, we, we're still in ourselves. We're in ourselves. We're in our emotion. We're in expecting this from these other people that we're dating, but we haven't put any kind of real true expectancy. And even if we did have the expectancy, we're not even pushing ourselves to even make the change. We'll be like, well, I'm a work in progress. Well, I'm not there yet. Do something to get there. The only person stopping you is you. It's not money. It's not time, it's you. I like to think of myself as a thought provoker and say the things to you that, you know what, I wish somebody else would have said to me so I could have been on the ball. I could have been on the ball, not wasting time, but you know what, That this is my life, this is what God has given me, and he's allowed me to see that, you know what, there is, if you are still here, you still got time to make improvements. And this is the time to do it. None of us are promised tomorrow, whether you believe in God or not. None of us are promised tomorrow. So do what you can today. Start today. Start small. You ain't got to start big, massive. You ain't got to be going out making no announcements. Oh, I changed my life. Oh, I'm living holy now for the Lord. My friends, show it through your actions. You don't need to post it on YouTube. You don't need to post it on Instagram. You don't need to go shout it on Facebook for all your friends to see. Do it for you because God sees what's in your heart and do it for you now. Yeah, I think I should. Um, there was one more point that I did leave out, which is another reason why you may be feeling that there aren't any good men is maybe your image, you may have changed. 
You may have changed a lot of things in your life. You might be in that place where now you're walking in a more godly life. You have more self-control. You're being more obedient and more disciplined in a lot of things you do. But maybe the men that you are used to dating, you're still looking at them as being the option. Instead of taking your eyes off of that and being like, you know what? Let me focus on my work right now. Let me focus on one of my talents right now. Maybe I love cooking. Maybe I love sewing. Maybe I love talking to people and counseling. Maybe I love teaching. Whatever it is, spend more time doing that instead of looking at the type of men that you're used to dating. Because maybe that's what it is. You are still used to dating a certain type of guy and you're still trying to date that certain type of guy even though you know they don't meet your values. So that's the thing. Use that list to start canceling out the fact that do they even meet those things on my list and don't be afraid to ask them. Don't wait for people to show you. Well, they need to show you too. Bump that. Bump that. Don't get yourself set up and caught up in the trap. But don't be caught up in people's words alone because people will tell you some good stuff that sounds great. Let somebody else tell you that knows them and they'll be like, oh, what? What? Nah, hell no. Nah. nah, that's not them. So give them time. Trust me. In three months time, you will start seeing some real stuff come to the surface that you haven't yet, especially when you start asking the deep questions. So that's one thing I'll say. If you haven't learned how to become vulnerable yet, this is your time. I don't like having surface level conversation. And for me, surface level conversation is like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going to that game. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love watching the Raiders or the Falcons or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, me and my boys, we were hanging out and we were talking about this and that. No, how about, let's talk about something. Talk about some deeper things, some things that, you know what, you wouldn't normally want to talk about. You wouldn't feel comfortable telling anyone. And before you even start getting to that, make sure they're the kind of person that you even want to start sharing yourself with. We can't just be running to share ourself and our thoughts with people who we haven't given ourselves enough time to even know that we can trust them with that type of information. If they're even the kind of person that's dependable, they show up on time. When they say they're going to do something, they do it. Instead of not calling you and not texting you for a whole week and then they call you the next week like nothing ever happened and you don't ask, uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, you just not calling me. Uh, remember you texted me last week, what happened? Like, hold people accountable and let them answer. Hear what they have to say. Let them answer. Let them put their own foot in their own mouth or tell their truth, whatever you want to call it, do it. Because honestly, that's unacceptable. And that's the kind of stuff that we accept from people. And after they tell you, that's your chance for you to be like, yo, that wasn't cool. And honestly, I don't feel like holding a conversation right now. Um, I appreciate you telling me your truth. But honestly, like that, that was unacceptable. I don't expect that from anybody I'm dating. And I'm not going to accept that from you. All right, anyway, you enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to you later. Like, ladies, we need to, like, cut, but we need to cut straight to the chase. Stop letting these people do this kind of crap to you. And then when you finish spending and wasting six, nine months with them, and you turn around, or hopefully not even longer than that, you turn around and you realize this whole entire time you've been accepting all this messed up behavior and thinking that, oh, that, 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 that's norm. No, you need to hold people accountable to what you expect from your partner. Because can you imagine getting married to somebody like that who don't consider you? That's what I meant by being with somebody who's considerate. And then we've got to do our part by holding them accountable. Don't wait till you're angry and you pissed off and then you snap and go off like five, six months later. Address the issue when it shows up. Don't brush it under the rug. 
I don't care how hard and difficult it feels like to talk about, the more and more you do it, I promise you, it's gonna get easy. I promise you. Cause this is coming from somebody, I've only been like this with my friends to a degree. I've only been like this with my friends. I was never like this in relationships and, or just outwardly in general. It took me a long time for me to get to this place that I'm comfortable with saying what I need to say and not worrying about the other person or concerned that they're gonna leave me. No, like that's not the worst thing that can happen. If anything, I just did myself a favor. So do yourself a favor, open your mouth when people do things, say it when you need to say it at the time it occurs. Don't wait till a whole bunch of stuff piles up before you do something about it and then you turn around and say there's no good men. You didn't do yourself your own justice by being a good person to yourself, by speaking up. So these people can start learning that the things they're doing is unacceptable. Dang, she just made me think about that. Dang, she just held me accountable. They either, one, they either gonna do better, or two, they're gonna leave. Plain and simple. And if they leave, they're only making space for the blessing that God has in store for you to walk into your life without you have wasting your time, attaching your soul to that person, having sex with them, being stuck with them in some kind of way. And hopefully they ain't have any demons that rubbed off and that is in your life and a whole bunch of stuff is going wrong in your life. Like, just stuff to think about. Yeah, I know that's a whole lot, but you know what? It's stuff that we women really need to sit down and think about. All right? Anyway, whoo, Yes. That wasn't bad, that turned out pretty good. And I wasn't really sure where to start. So thank you, thank you God for leading this conversation. Thank you Jesus for leading this conversation. And um, anyway, if y'all like these type of videos, don't forget, go ahead, hit the like button so more people like you can find this video and watch it and hopefully do something to change their life and be more accountable to the things that are happening. All right, anyway, thank y'all and uh, I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.